0: Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello everybody and welcome back to the
1: Tech Cat Show and we are rounding out our month-long series on blockchain and Bitcoin and all things crypto with another great uh, show dedicated to the topic so we can really dig into what this world is all about and we have the fabulous Tony Vinders on the phone who is a digital marketing pioneer and Tony's going to help us really understand how do you market Um, a blockchain company and how do you help it at its launch which is called an ICO and and Tony's going to lay that out for us a little bit and then later on we're going to be joined by Alon Gorin who is also um, deeply involved in this space and is uh, the CEO of Gorin Consulting Group and um, he's launching an um, investment summit happening next week in Los Angeles all about this topic as well. So ladies and gentlemen let's have a big Tech Cat welcome for Tony Winders. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Lori, you're
2: so funny. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And the crowd goes wild.
1: Yeah, Uh, we have a very, uh, very excitable studio audience. Um, (laughs) So Tony and I have known each other a long time. And Tony is always doing something interesting on the marketing side of things, working with new technology companies, ad tech, you know, biotech, anything, really name it, Tony's been there, to help sort of build their brand and launch them into the world. So, Tony, give us a sense of your background before we, we jump into the blockchain side of your world.
2: Well, thanks, Lori. Well, uh, great to be on the show. Thanks again for having me. I've been in marketing for all of my career i started in entertainment publicity in hollywood and around the early 90s got the internet bug and started one of the first inter- interactive agencies in the world we actually called it interactive agency inc uh, later rebranded as i agency so we, i was very early in the web 1.0 uh, market and we were just figuring stuff out in those years early seo early HTML banner advertising and kind of all things promoting sites back then, not really building them so much as building a practice around the PR, online marketing and advertising to promote websites and kind of the the explosion of the web in the late 90s. And uh, later on went to uh, after the dot-com bust. I helped Search123, a a budding paid search platform, get acquired by ValueClick, where I was the VP of marketing for several years. And more recently, I was the head of marketing at GumGum, which is a a really interesting AI and computer vision platform known best for creating the uh, in-image advertising format. Uh, So I've had a a long run in ad tech, um, and uh, in the in-between corporate jobs, I've have done consulting, which uh, right now is uh, my kind of my new venture is not consulting as a means to an end, but really making the Winders Group into a new kind of virtual agency um, that takes advantage of the distributed nature of everything and the gig economy and the fact that everybody has marketing needs and that we could be a sort of outsource marketing as a service, if you will. So that's what I'm building now. And a lot of that uh, is blockchain related clients. But we work on tech-related companies of all kinds, healthcare tech, ad tech. Uh, But I'm really excited about the blockchain. I've learned a lot about it in the four projects I've worked on over the past year, and I'm really thrilled to share some of that knowledge with you and your audience today.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about just, you know, as as someone who helps build brands and as a marketer, what do you look for before you take on a client? You know, and then we'll jump right into the Mm -hmm. blockchain, but are there things about a company when they approach you or startup, and and you're like, okay, I can do this, you know, are there certain mm-hmm. qualities?
2: Yeah. Well, everything that I do really rolls up to either strategy, content creation or campaigns. And so I'm looking for clients that would have the means to bring me on to architect that positioning and messaging and the go to market strategy at the outset. Uh, if that's what's needed, or to implement that, but putting, you know, several hundreds of thousands of dollars behind that, right? So I'm looking for campaigns that are highly qualified on budget, and that are people that I want to do business with that I like, and are projects that I could believe in, which to, you know, to the extent I can work on, you know, projects related to social good, that that's amazing. But uh you know, right, like one of my clients right now is Transparent Health Marketplace, and we're building a sort of eBay for healthcare, if you will. And it's, it's fascinating to, to kind of be on the ground floor of these disruptive technologies. But it turns out that often they are, uh, my, my clients tend to be startup oriented, but well funded, and maybe not ready to bring on that VP of marketing. So I can serve in an interim role there or work for the VP of marketing and just help them be successful at various pieces of the, of the marketing mix.
1: And are, are you seeing, um, you know, that certainly, you know, a year or two ago it was virtual reality companies and now obviously blockchain is the big sort of wave. It, mm-hmm. it Does it work like that for you who comes to you? Uh,
2: in t- well, I Well, I would say I kind of go where the, where the market needs me. I, you know, and so that sometimes that comes from, a deep network of contacts and other times it comes from a personal interest in chasing down a new type of technology. But in the case of blockchain specifically, there's really just a dearth of marketing talent out there. The, we're, our, our skills are really needed right now because there are so many blockchain projects and it's so noisy in that marketplace that uh, having experienced marketers that are kind of rolling up sleeves and understanding the ins and outs of how that works uh, are very valued right now because uh, there's a lot of work to do. So that, that's kind of the, the work sort of coming to us by way of demand in the marketplace at, at the moment.
1: Uh, now, um, you have, of course, when we first started talking, segued now into working on a number of blockchain um, projects. So why don't you start by giving us sort of some, some sense of who those companies are and you know what you're doing for them.
2: Sure. Well, uh, the I would say when I first jumped in head first to blockchain last summer, it was on an introduction from my good friend Amy Seidman who's the uh, the principal in Noble Profit, and she's actually mounting uh, a token creation for called B Flow, and it's all about putting sustainability on the blockchain. So. I'm really excited to be an advisor uh, in Amy's project. Uh, so that's Noble Profit and B-Flow. Just getting that started. But last year, Amy introduced me to uh, a man named Stuart, who is the principal in uh, Bitbounce, an email spam solution, and they were launching the Credo token. And uh, it was right before the ICO, and I was really just wanted to be involved. And so, you know, they were they were pushing right as you approach the public ICO these marketing organizations just need as much awareness as possible we're you know we're being asked to build brand overnight for this new funding mechanism and so uh, with with bitbounce and the credo ico what i the way i started was just cross referencing all my contacts with the in linkedin but who were working on blockchain and cryptocurrency and ico and i just called started calling everybody that's kind of where my head in was and was just especially connecting this kind of marketing Technology platform in the Bitbounce um, spam solution to some of my marketing contacts, uh, and and that's where it started. And then uh, another company approached me uh, called Vault Bank that needed help pushing um, an asset-backed security token, uh, sort of a hedge fund model taken to the blockchain so that everyday investors could invest like a hedge fund, but the security token is the bridge allowing them to do that with a, with some really um, very seasoned bankers uh, and financial types out of San Francisco. Uh, and then last year I met the founders of Ninja, it's spelled N-Y-N-J-A. And this is an amazing, uh, really fascinating global messaging platform. So, uh, and that's the big ICO that we're in the middle of now. The public ICO will be on June 15th. And so we're in a, a pre-sale mode right now and really working internationally to, to spin up all, all manner of marketing programs, which I could I can speak more about. But Ninja is uh, like a messaging platform, like a Telegram or a Facebook Messenger tied to its own cryptocurrency marketplace starting with freelance kind of on demand freelance and independent contractor services so imagine kind of telegram meets upwork that mm. would be that would be ninja but put differently what's happening in china with wechat there it's a very common thing people in china are exchanging currency on wechat like we do Venmo and PayPal, but it goes deeper than that. People are okay. running their their whole lives on, on WeChat. And that's oh wait, what hold on Tony, we have, to, we,
1: yep. we have to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk a little yep. bit more about, um, because you are taking all these companies to ICO, what does that really mean? You know, what, is, what does it take? And uh, ICO means initial coin offering, correct? So that's really when when this new business goes to market. So um, when we come back, maybe you can take us through, you know, what are the pieces uh, of that puzzle and um, why it's so exciting, why it's so challenging and why um, marketing is finally meeting it right Sound- now. Yeah,
2: sounds good. Let's get, let's get into it.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show with the fabulous Tony Vinders, who is a marketing guru and is taking us through how marketing and the blockchain are coming together to create these new, exciting brands. So we're going to be back in a moment on the Tech Cat Show.
3: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Follow us on Twitter at Voice TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
3: From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network.
1: Hi, everybody, and we are back talking to Tony Winders, who is the principal at Winders Consulting Group. And Tony is a guru in the digital marketing space, helping build brands for a number of companies over the year and now focusing his energy on blockchain companies. And so we were just talking about this concept of ICO and a number of companies that Tony is helping on the marketing side get them to ICO, which stands for Initial Coin Offering. So, Tony, can you tell us what... ICO really means and then how do you help get them there?
2: Sure, so the the ICO is a Relatively new kind of funding mechanism and the initial coin offering really should be an initial token offering because it's uh, it, It's not really a currency that the companies are offering But they're issuing a token which in most cases is a utility inside of some ecosystem that's on the blockchain so a blockchain investor is always going to look first is at whether the the business really needs to have a token in order to operate appropriately because otherwise it, it could be perceived that you're just using the ICO funding mechanism as like a cra- a crowdfunding campaign and in fact it is kind of the new crowdfunding but the the projects that are most successful are those which really take advantage of the smart contracts and the the trustless environment of, of the blockchain, uh, and and then a co- uh, the token as part of that mechanism of launching the company, the token is minted and it's issued to these contributors to the ICO who put money in to hold the tokens, in in many cases hoping that it appreciates in value, which is why the SEC has said you know. Beware! Most of these tokens are are likely securities because they're speculative. So companies that already have an operating product and can put the token into use uh, maybe have a little more protection. But by and large, in the U.S., we you know we just have to have the mindset that every ICO is a security because the SEC really hasn't ruled on that. And so there's a lot of lot of legal considerations. I'd say lawyers are probably making more money than marketers right now in the ICO world. But, uh, you know, marketing campaigns have gotten expensive because there's so much noise out there and to stand out, you really have to, uh, you have to be well healed. So something else I look for in a project is whether the, the, the business has a built in audience to work with take for, you know, or a celebrity, executive or something that gives them a leg up you know like if you look at Bob's repair like uh, you wouldn't even hear about that ICO except that John McAfee is an advisor to the company and every time he tweets people flock to the to the contribution page right and they put into the ICO or take, the wax token which is uh, op skins oh millions of gamers already trading skins within games they're paying each other for it so uh, they op skins was really smart to get out ahead of it and create the wax token so that people could just start trading in this cryptocurrency unit of their token so anytime you could have a big audience already built in that really gives you a leg up because otherwise, like I said, you're building brand overnight and how are you going to do that? And so there is so, a, so there's the a formula. Yeah. So
1: it's the same as anything else really is that you need some influencers, you need a big name, you need something to, to make the noise in a, in a crazy world.
2: Or you need to be highly differentiated with something the world hasn't seen before. That that works too. Uh, but, uh, but by and large... Uh, yeah, you you have to you have to have the resources to go to market with it. The other thing I would say, it, you reminded me when you said it's just like anything else. Really, it's you know marketing is marketing, and applying it to the blockchain is only slightly different in terms of how we approach certain things. Many of uh, many of the disciplines like PR and advertising are very much the same in in email marketing and market you know, marcom and corpcom. Like that stuff is. Is very uh, similar to any marketing, any tech business, um, and then there are little derivatives and nuances. Like community management, for example, um, is really just uh, managing message boards and and news groups is what we used to call it in the in the dot com years, right? We would charge people to do chat room seating and news group seating, chat room buzz, all these different things we would call it. And today it's community management and social media. So it's really just, it's very similar types of tactics of just jumping in and creating community and talking about the product, but new flavors, new
1: platforms, um,
2: you know, it's a different era, but it's funny how all things old are new again uh, in many ways.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of what you're talking about does totally make sense to me. Are the type of people that you're meeting in in this world, in this blockchain world, are, are they the same as, you know, the ad tech folks you worked with and any of these other technology companies? Or or do you think it's a different kind of person that's, that's um, banging up against, you know, these initial coin offerings?
2: It's funny you say that because when I showed up at coin agenda last october and i was uh you know knocking around the community for the first time the you know the first person i see walking in the door is seth shapiro right and and Seth, our
1: good our good friend who who kicked off this uh this month-long series
2: yeah and and seth um you know, he and I learned the Internet together in 1993, right? So the interesting um, parallel I see with the, the people I'm meeting in this industry, they were all there at the beginning of Web 1.0. So I really found that odd. Mark Jeffrey, Richard Titus, Michael Turpin. I, I could go on. Like, there are a lot of these ca- characters who are showing up who were not afraid to cut their teeth in the early days of uh, of the Web Uh yeah. So, so it's digital kind of it's
1: it's uh it's entrepreneurs who drift towards something interesting, something exciting, something mm-hmm. that feels real that are all you know showing up in this environment.
2: Yeah, and I also I would say it's a lot of single people and young people. I know I know people who consider themselves digital nomads who just kind of go along with the the event circuit uh, and just show up at these they don't live anywhere. They're just going from crypto show to crypto show because they are either investors or service providers or influencers uh, who are there to be part of that community. So it really is a, a wonderful international community. I must say I've been having so much fun. There are days when I'll work in five time zones, you know, throughout the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard that this is probably one of the more most global sort of businesses to jump into right now, because more than ever before there really are no, geographical walls with the blockchain right because that's the point too right is moving something around the world and being able to transparently market somehow
2: that is kind of the point and that is bringing up conflict which i don't think that we've seen um play out entirely just yet in terms of the the establishment feeling threatened by blockchain technologies and cryptocurrency i think that we're uh We've yet to kind of see that really rear its head, and um, you know it's starting to show up in things like Google and Facebook disallowing um, cryptocurrency-related advertising.
1: No kidding. So yeah. the the big guys are trying to shut it down.
2: Exactly, and that is just frustrating to many of us. And and really, it you would you know you'd think that that you could weed out the bad actors, and I think as a community we do weed out the bad actors by way of who, you know, the vetting process of which projects get invested in. So I'm really, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a, a mystery to me as to why they uh, feel compelled to do that. Perhaps that's a help, you know, maybe that will help the industry continue to self-regulate and be, uh, you know, be a, a kind of white hat world out there. But right. But it really it really got, uh, I'll tell you a couple of weeks ago, what, what really turned me off was MailChimp saying that they would no longer allow you to publish on their platform emails relating to ICOs and and cryptocurrency. And that to me, that sounds like, that to me is censorship, really. I mean, I'm sure there's... I'm sure there are terms and conditions, they can do whatever they want, but, uh, and I'm sure there's a competitor who will welcome with open arms all of those customers, but it just, it, that, I, I think the tide's going the wrong direction for a technology that has the potential to do so much good in the world.
1: I just, uh, I want to quote from Yoda here, which I've never actually done, but fear turns to anger. Fear turns to anger. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds to me like they are all uh-huh. very, very frightened. Uh, you know of what's coming. Now, you mentioned you're involved in the Crowd Invest Summit, um, and we're going to have um, Elon um, Goren join us in a minute. He's one of your clients, and he's also the CEO of Goren Consulting Group, and he's a well-known VC and someone who's been in the financial sector. Um, a long time but why are there so many summits and shows right now for for crypto like what more than any I've seen before I mean certainly two years ago there was a VR event you know every few months but not like this it seems like there's something significant all the time
2: there is and we're actually maintaining a crypto events calendar which I'm going to stand up at blockchaincalendar.io. I think is the, the domain um so we we just maintain a calendar of events for our clients that we're going to publish so everyone can use it but uh i think it's partly just the emergence of a new market and a lot of demand for people to learn about the market and therefore opportunists kind of throwing their hat in the ring and so yeah you could go to a cryptocurrency event every single day somewhere in the world easily probably more you know probably Many each day, uh, but I think only so many are starting to emerge as the uh, as the leaders in that space. Uh, certainly, the Crypto Invest Summit is one of them. But um, Consensus is coming up in New York next month. D10E has done a great job of um, of mobilizing around the world in different cities. Uh, Coin Agenda uh, was one of the first. That's M- Michael Turpin's event. Um, really a great group of investors uh, who are kind of been in it for a long time. Um, re- more recently, blockchain unbound in Puerto Rico is a, a tremendous uh, success. And so I hope that they'll continue doing that event. And, and uh, I could go on. I mean, they're just all over the world all the time, but it's, a, I think part of it is that you need to have a place to conduct business, right? You, there are these, the, it helped, it's helpful to promote the ICO and to get to know the, the actors like it is the, the true sense of, uh, of trade marketplaces. Right. But, um, but you know, they're expensive too. So as a, if you have a ICO project, you have to place your bets very carefully on where you're going to show up. And it's not like you can just call the conference director and ask to get on a panel. Everything's for sale, which is, uh, E, you know, equally frustrating to me that uh, that there's sort of no editorial integrity on the stage at, at most of the events that doesn't go for all of them but it also is very pervasive in the trade publications as well there's a lot of people with their hand out and pay to play so uh, I will you know I'm going to look for the for the publications that emerge that are you know truly you know the editorial voice of this industry and you know they're starting to uh, emerge.
1: emerge. Yeah. And when now we're going to do it when we go to break we're going to come back and um I think um Alon is going to join us to talk a little bit more about the Crowd Invest Summit and and can you give us a little background um, in a minute about uh, you know set us up for that?
2: Sure. Well, Elon uh, Gorin was the co-founder along with Joseph Holm of Crypto Invest Summit, formerly known as the Crowdfunder Funding Investment Summit. Uh, And it's in Los Angeles at the convention center next week, Monday through Wednesday. Um, starts Monday evening. The content is really Tuesday and Wednesday at the convention center. These guys have done a great job of assembling some of the best and brightest minds in cryptocurrency. And Elon will talk more about the the content that they have there. But they're expecting over four thousand people at last count, and uh, it's just going to be one of the the best shows on the on the West Coast this year for uh, for blockchain and and crypto investing specifically.
1: Fantastic. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with Elon and we're going to dig a little bit more into the fabulous summit that's coming up and what we we think we may learn there and, and how what the thinking is about building an event like that, which is certainly a reflection of the industry itself. So we'll be back with the fabulous Tony Winders and also Elon Gorin when we dig more into the marketing and the future of building the industry around the blockchain on the Tech Cat Show.
0: From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com.
3: The business community's first choice in internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network.
0: This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at (laughs) TechCat.tv. Hey, everybody, welcome back
1: to the Tech Cat Show, and we have been joining about marketing with the um, digital marketing pioneer, Tony Winders, of um, Winders Consulting Group, specifically around Tony embracing the world of the blockchain and helping blockchain companies build their brand and launch their initial offering ICOs into this world. Now we have the pleasure of welcoming Alon Gorin, of the, the CEO of the Gorin Consulting Group, and also... Um, the, I guess the founder of the Crypto Invest Summit, is that how you would say it? Um, which is a very hot event surrounding cryptocurrency and blockchain, which is happening next week in Los Angeles. So let's have a big tech hat welcome for Elon Gorin. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you.
1: Thank <laughs> you for studio, having me. Yeah. As well.
4: <laughs> uh, I'm the the co founder of Crypto Invest Summit, uh, my partner Joseph and I uh, started the conference together.
1: Fantastic. Well, Elon, we, we, um, all, all month long we've been talking to folks in the world of the blockchain in different business categories, sort of trying to understand what this is all about. So maybe someone like yourself, give us a little background on you. I know that you are deeply involved in the startup space um, and you're a venture partner and leader of one of, of SoCal's largest group of investors and entrepreneurs, the 805 Startups, and you're really um, interested in Building and supporting entrepreneurs. So, how did you dip your toes into this space? Yes,
4: yeah, so I've been uh, obsessed with with financial technology for a long time now. So, I grew up in Southern California, which is why I created Eight Hundred Five Startups, um, to a group of Southern California based startups and and investors. And um, I'm I was also a techie growing up, and so you know made my way up the ranks at places like MySpace and IMDB and Amazon before I quit my job at Amazon to start my own company to help people raise money online. And at that point, um, uh, learned a little bit about crypto and played around with it. But about a year ago, I uh, went full-time crypto. And um, you know I'm, I'm now principal at a fund that invests in crypto and blockchain companies and do a crypto invest summit with my partner, Joseph.
1: And what was the impetus for you to do Crypto Invest Summit? Because um, Tony and I were just talking about, you know, the preponderance of events around this topic and how important they are, um, because it's such a hot, growing space. Um, so, so what made you say we got to do this event? Well, in the the crypto space, basically, did and became what
4: we all wished the crowdfunding space would become. And Joseph and I had created a conference called Crowd Invest Summit before this, because there was no single conference for the actual companies and investors um, that were, you know, in fund- in crowdfunding to get together. So there were conferences where the service providers would hang out, and those were a lot of fun because we'd get to have beers with our friends. But we never actually got to meet any of the investors or any of the companies who were raising money. So we we were the first people who created a conference like that, and. It was about, you know I don't know, 10x the size of any other conference in the space. And when uh, crypto started slowly taking over that conference, and I started being full-time at a crypto fund, Joseph was starting to invest in the space and get really involved. We just decided, you know what, let's rebrand it Crypto Invest Summit and take that same model and strategy to the crypto world. So, you know, next week there's going to be over 70 presenting companies um, thousands
1: of investors in attendance, and, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And what, what is the sort of uh, principal concept behind it? Is it to, obviously, to get business to happen, to get startups invested in, to, to just keep the, the industry going, but your, your spin on it is on the investment side? Is that correct? How is your event yes. different than others?
2: Yes,
4: yeah, so we try to do things uh, differently. Obviously, it is a business, and a lot of the sponsors do get up on stage, but it's not just about selling 10, 15-minute slots to sponsors, um, which is what most of the crypto conferences have become. I think everybody wants to have their own 15 minutes up on stage, so it's easy for a conference to just break the stage up to 15-minute segments and let people give their own little keynotes, but that, that we we have some of those, and those are important to us. Uh, but what we mainly do is have fireside chats with experts who we want to pick their brain. We want the audience to know that you know if I'm talking to Adam Draper, who was you know one of the first investors, not the first investor in Coinbase, I want to know you know what made him jump in and make that decision. What what drives him to invest in different companies, and then I want to learn from that so that I could be a better investor in the crypto space. So we do that, and we create panels throughout the day with experts, and we hope that the content is not what you can just easily Google. We hope that people argue and debate and create you know, really, really exciting content that, that you couldn't just get Uh, if, you know, we asked Adam to give his own 15, 20 minutes on stage, which would be awesome. I've seen him do it before. He's great. But, uh, you know, I want to, you know, we want to, we want to poke at people a little bit. We want to hear what drives them. We want to really
1: understand why,
4: you know, what the why is in their decision-making process.
1: And what made you reach out to somebody like Tony? Did you realize that, you know, you're ready to, to get some real strategy behind the marketing of all of this, you know, um, as opposed to, you know, just trying to do it yourself or to hire people who are not as experienced, um, you know, because Tony brings this, this uh, large experience uh, in, in the, in, of marketing other things. Absolutely.
4: So, so uh, working with Sony is sort of like a testament to, to two things I've learned over the years, or testament to two things. One is, you know, when I worked at uh, Amazon back in the day, they did these things that at the time I wasn't really sure about and didn't really fully understand. But once I worked there for a while, I, I totally got it. They, they did these things, I forgot what they were called, they were called star raisers or something like that, where they, basically they said, when you have a job that needs to be done, find somebody who's better at you than that job. Even if you're the boss, even if you're hiring someone, find someone who's better than you at that thing to do that. And for some people, that's a tough thing to do because you know they feel like they might be overshadowed or they might not, you know, uh, get to shine themselves. But, but you know, I, you get to take credit for the people you bring to the table, and so you always want to bring the best people. And, and the next thing that Sony is a testament to is the A O Five Startups Group. So. We built a really cool group uh, next to where we live, which is north of L.A. It's not the epicenter of, you know, like Silicon Beach and Santa Monica. It's it's north a little bit where we want to raise our kids and go on hikes and be purposely away from everything. But there's a great community there. We actually have an event this afternoon. You know, our group has 2,500 members in it. And Tony is one of those guys who, when we need an expert in marketing, when we need a CMO or somebody who understands a strategy behind everything on the marketing side. Tony is the first person, you know, our group calls. And so when, you know, uh, we were launching our fund and when we were getting the conference together, Tony was of course the natural first person to be called.
1: And um, together the two of you, um, have you been noticing anything particular about how excited people are about this summit? Is there anything unique about the response to it that you're both surprised about?
4: Uh, you know, not surprised because crypto has just been so exciting, but it, uh, it's just there's so much energy around the space. And, you know, uh, Adam Draper, you know, to bring him up again, um, he, he once told me a long time ago when he was first getting into the space that it's really exciting. It's really cool. It's really nerdy. You know, there's a lot of good and bad and ugly of the whole space. But the one thing he noticed and realized that, like, everyone in crypto Especially uh, you know six months a year ago before it was really popular, you know we're the smartest people you've ever met in anything you did and so the energy around getting to hang out with people who who literally will you know, literally uh, will, 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 will almost literally blow your mind with the information they give is just really exciting and it's really fun to be around it and the fact that you know the markets are kind of nuts, and one day you can lose a lot of money, one day you can make a lot of money, is just exciting. And so, you know, it's it's a much different world than the normal venture startup world. In that sense, things move, you know, ten times faster.
1: Right. And I didn't. I, that wasn't a, a laugh of mocking you. I I love the the bravado and also you know calling it what it is. That you have a room of really. Intelligent people who understand business, who understand finance, so, who understand and, and let me, marketing let me be clear, and technology.
4: I'm, I'm the imposter in the room. I, I don't think I belong there. I'm not smart enough at all. Uh. I've somehow snuck in. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Tony, is that what you think?
2: Well, uh, well, I think Alon uh, is such a leader in our local tech community, uh, you know, so he's uh, being very modest. But, uh, you know, one, I would say, uh, one, one thing I've noticed about the energy around the conference and crypto is just it's so pervasive across every industry is being affected by it. And so, It's really it's so I think it's ultimately going to be much larger than the web and the HTTP protocol in terms of its importance globally in the future of of the world. And I think that excitement is just it's like uh, what we felt in the mid 90s right before kind of everything really heated up. I think that's the excitement that people are feeling. It feels very 1996 right
1: now to me ish. 1996. I'm trying to think what my hair looked like then. Um, <laughs> and um, um, I know that also, um, you know, this is in downtown Los Angeles, Las Vegas, um, on the Los Angeles Convention Center. And how many people do you expect um, all in to attend the show?
4: We, we're definitely expecting more than 4,000 people
1: there. Well, and this is the second time you've done it or the first time you've done it with the crypto focus? This is the first time it's been
4: 100% crypto. Last year, it was 50-50. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of the same people, a lot of new people. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: There's going to be a lot of money in that convention center. I think, you know, <laughs> so I have to uh, remember Indeed. that when I when I walk in. Um, and, and one last question for you guys before we go to break, and when we come back, you guys can tell us how we find out more about the um, the summit, um, getting tickets, also maybe a chance to to uh, win some passes, and also follow you guys from a social marketing perspective, but, um, you know, there are one or two people that have said to me, this is a Ponzi scheme. And I'm sure you guys hear that a lot. What do you, what do you say to them in, in a quick sentence before our break? How do you shut that down?
2: It's not. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's right. It's, it's,
4: you know, you, you, you clearly have to know what you're investing in before you do. And, uh, just like any other space, you know, or beware and do your homework.
1: Right. So it's just like anything else. You're not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. It's not it's not more special than something else. It's just something going on right now that you do your your homework on. All right. Well, we're going to be back in a moment with Tony Winders and also Elon Gorin. We've been talking about marketing um, new blockchain and crypto companies and also about the upcoming crypto invest summit. So when we come back, we'll find a little bit more about um, you know, getting more information. How do we follow this community? Maybe some free passes to the conference, and how we keep in touch with Tony and Elon in a moment on the TechCat show.
3: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
0: Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody, and we are back on the Tech Cat Show, and we have been
1: talking about the blockchain and about cryptocurrency, how to market it. And also this fascinating new community, especially for well-known investors who are all jumping in because, you know, they see that there's real meat here. So we've been talking to Tony Winders of Winders Consulting Group and also Elon Gorin, the CEO of Gorin Consulting Group, and also one of the co-founders of the Crypto Invest Summit, which is happening next week. So w- where can we find out more about the summit and what are some good sort of social media tags for people to follow to sort of dive into your community?
4: Yeah, well, we have uh, CryptoInvestSummit.io is the website. Um, If you uh, go on to um, Twitter, there's CryptoInvestSummit. You do hashtag CryptoInvestSummit. My personal Twitter account and Tony's personal Twitter accounts are always good for learning more about crypto and what's happening. And Tony? Uh,
1: I'm...
2: At Tony Winders on Twitter and pretty much Tony Winders across all social media. Uh, and I, you know, I invite people to join the the Telegram group. We have over a thousand people in there already. And as we approach any event, it's a lot of fun to just kind of share information and connect with people and ideas as you want, as you go into the conference. It's uh, it's really part of building the momentum and the excitement around it.
1: Um, can you talk a little bit for a moment about Telegram? Because I didn't actually, I don't know how this could be, but I didn't know about Telegram until the last six months because of blockchain. So what what is Telegram exactly? Is it another Slack type of, of experience? Can you educate everybody about what it's all about?
2: Yeah, it's in, in, yeah I admit, go ahead, go Alon. Ahead, I mean, it's, a, it's another oh. form of messaging platform, but uh, tee it up.
4: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's a new messaging platform. Uh, in my opinion, it's uh, not as good a version of WhatsApp. Um, <laughs> but because of encryption and because of certain reasons like that, um, the, the crypto community has flocked to it. It just kind of became the de facto space where all the you know bigger deals in the space, like Tony's companies that he promotes, all create their own sort of Telegram chat rooms. And so people get together. Uh, talk about ideas. Uh, companies have um, have sort of these these uh, channels as well, where they might just post any new articles about their company and things like that.
2: Cool. What's, what's interesting about Telegram and crypto is is what how important uh, uh, the importance that investors and contributors to these ICOs put on the number of people you have in the channel, which is crazy. Like in a in a typical investment scenario, like how many Facebook followers you had would be just like that would be a crazy thing <laughs> to think about. But it is real, and so as a result, people are investing in growing their Telegram communities. And I, you know, dare I say, there's there are probably some fake users and and different scams being enacted to try to 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 boost those numbers, which is uh, just kind of. It, it doesn't make it authentic in some cases, so I just uh, just an observation about how Telegram is so important yet runs the risk of being so irrelevant in some ways.
1: So it's another one. It's another channel that you you leverage as a marketer now in this community. It's that important.
2: What do you think about that comment, though, Alon?
1: It's
2: it's totally true. It's
4: very similar to Facebook and. Twitter counts in in that respect nowadays it's really easy to to spend a few bucks and get fake followers places. So for me, when I look at a company, I look at engagement, just like I look at Twitter accounts for years. you know, I would hear about some company, and somebody would be like, "This guy' from the crowdfunding world he's amazing. He was on a TV show, look at him, he has two hundred thousand followers on Twitter." And then I'd go and look, and, um, and, you know, you'd be like, I've never seen somebody with 200,000 followers post something and get one like and get no retweets. Mm-hmm. And you start realizing, like, oh, these are all fake. They're all pretend. So what you do is you basically gauge it by engagement instead of by, uh, by the numbers. Because it's also easy for people to even get real people to, you know, click a like on a Facebook based on, you know, posting a really good meme or something like that but are the people actually engaged do they actually give a crap and are they actually uh you know taking part in the conversation and if they are then that's really really valuable
1: and um are you tony doing marketing to push people to telegram are you doing you know direct response sort of pushes to get people to, to to join certain channels
2: sure we're doing it as part of an overall integrated mix though it's kind of an inbound campaign where we put content out into the into the universe be that media relations editorial coverage uh, paid advertising social media posts blog posts medium steemit you know reddit being active in the reddit communities and then pushing people toward our website so they can uh, join the telegram group. So it's sort of one of many uh, metrics at the end of that, that conversion funnel that we, we point people toward, but there are, there are others like downloading the white paper, right? Every ICO starts with an, uh, an idea and that in, in this world, is called the white paper, and that's that's a common thing that every ICO has. And so, you want people to download that. You want to get them whitelisted, which means that they're becoming accredited as potential contributors to the to the ICO. So, there are a lot of lot of things that we're using marketing. Uh, to funnel people toward desired actions, depending on the stage of the ICO, whether it's pre-sale or in the public sale, or eventually having a real product, right? Let's not forget that the ICO funding mechanism is intended to actually launch companies that are going to do things. So the marketing goes way beyond just the the fundraising period, but that's uh, – that's been what's what's in highest demand because it's so hard to stand out from the crowd and it's so important if you want to raise the money necessary uh, to to get the job done. Like not unlike uh, crowdfunding and you know, you could sort of speak to that, right? You it all in the crowdfunding campaigns. You always had to spend money to make money, um, and I wonder, yeah, you know, it, if, yeah, yeah. There's
4: there's there was you know. In in the fundraising world there's different sort of levels of what? Comfortability with spending money to make money and you know, to to say make money is you know, can can actually uh look look bad depending on the type of thing. But you know, there's there's different types of fundraising, you know, whether it's for to launch a company or to pre sell a product or to do something, right? So you you raise that money and you might spend money in advertising and things like that. But at the end of the day, there has to be this sort of to what end if it's just for money, um, you're probably not doing the right thing. Um, if you're creating a story, a product, getting evangelists and really, uh, doing it right. Like Tony is saying, you're building a community that will then support you moving forward. So you have to kind of look at it in many different ways. Because, you know, if you're just talking about fundraising, if you're just talking about economics and money in somebody's pocket, this might not be the best way to do it. Um, but if you are talking about, you know, like Tony's saying, building a community, getting people who will have your token, own your token, and be incentivized for your network to grow, then, then absolutely you could be doing so many things to build that network out. And it shouldn't – the the the, you know – kpi shouldn't be money in the bank it should be you know many many other things because it might mean money in the bank over the next three years versus money in the bank on the day the deal closes whatever that is
1: that's so cool now we're going to give away um a few passes to to the summit um so um Elon, do you want to take us through how our listeners can can win some uh passes
0: yeah,
4: so if you go to uh, CryptoInvestSummit.io and you use the promo code TECHCATVIP, all one word, the next 20 people to do that will get a free pass to join us at the summit next week.
1: Fantastic. Well, you guys, we we are winding down, but I want to give a big thank you to Tony Winders, who is the uh, digital maven, um, and he's um, the, the principal at Winders Consulting Group, and he's really been educating us about You know, how to market a blockchain company and a new ICO. And then, of course, Elon Gorin, who is uh, the co-founder of the Crypto Invest Summit happening next week, which you should all check out. So, you guys, it has been so great. To have you here dropping so many insights and wisdom about this hot space thank you so much
2: thank you Lori. we look forward to seeing you next week at the crypto invest summit in in i will be
1: i will be uh be uh, interviewing people to hopefully share with our audience next week as well so i can't wait to be there and thanks everybody for joining the tech cat show we'll be back next week with some more thought leaders and great information